easy for, I'm afraid, for successful saving stations to forget that God wins. And they end up becoming more focused on the troubles on the inside instead of the rescuing that needs to be done on the outside. What I hope as we look at Daniel, as we reflect on the whole book of Daniel, we're so overwhelmed with the security that God wins that we never get lost on focusing on our own internal struggles. One of the passages is Daniel 7, verse 27. The, the kingship and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the holy ones of the Most High. Their kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey them. God wins. And those that serve Him, those that are on His team, win. If we forget that, it's so easy to get lost in the battle. We can become so complacent in the security of our own salvation. We've got our ticket punched for that glory train to come. My affairs are in good order. I've done what I'm supposed to do. I'm tired. I'm ready to get off the ship and just stay in the club. Jesus, please just take me away. If we forget that God wins, we get worried that maybe we will lose. Or I get worried that maybe I will lose. Maybe we will lose the singing the right song. We'll get caught up on if the sermons are the right sermons. We get lost in focusing on am I getting what I want? Am I getting what I think I need? If we forget that God wins, then it's a natural conclusion to eventually separate into our own club, into our own holy huddle. As we've been walking through Daniel, we've been talking about the, the three options when we find we're in stormy seas. When we find that we're living in exile like Daniel. When we're strangers in a strange land. We can either separate, make our own club. Or we can assimilate into the rest of the world. And forget the rescue mission. Or like Daniel living in exile, we can continue in our own context, in our own situations, 
to live out the gospel of Jesus Christ. To participate in the divine cosmic rescue mission that God invites us to participate in with Him. It means stormy waters. It means fiery furnaces. It means roaring lions. But because God wins, it doesn't matter what the cost. We gladly, even though with a little fear and trembling, get into the boat and participate in the cosmic rescue mission of our Creator. My concern, my, my fear, is that our tendency is to become that little separate club. That nice club just trying to do our own little thing, keeping the doors locked, safe and secure with our nice ornamental life jackets. In the 18 months that I've been here, we've had three new members classes. And by the grace of God, over 30 different people have joined the church during that time. Thanks be to God. And even in that time, two adult baptisms. The, the angels in heaven threw a party. As two people came to Christ expressed that faith initially, publicly, here on this platform. But of those 30 some odd folks, I only know of three of them that entered into this community, that entered into this building. Only three of them entered in for, because of personal contact. The others entered in because of impersonal connections. They saw the building. They said, wow, let me check that place out. They saw the marquee outside and said, oh, they're preaching on that today. They're going to talk about that. I'll go check it out. They heard a feast of love. Having a meal on Christmas, on Easter, Thanksgiving. So they said, I- I'm going to be hungry. So I'll go there and eat. And, and thanks be to God, they connected, they felt welcomed once they got in. It felt like it was a, a place for them as well. And so they not only ate the physical food of that meal, but then participated and joined in receiving the spiritual food. And joined with us as a congregation. But only three of those 30 plus came because somebody invited them face to face, voice to ear, and ushered them in hand to hand. And you know, two of the three are married to the person that invited them in. There was only one of those 30 plus that entered in because of a personal Contact 
with a member of the rescue station. To me, that is a scary sign of a church turning inward. To me, that's a a scary, scary sign that we are losing our sight on the message of Daniel. That God wins. That God is in control no matter what. That God is superintending all that He can in order to rescue all that will turn to Him. And He has invited us to participate in what He's doing. Whether we do it or not, God will raise up other rescue stations. God wins. God's going to fulfill God's purpose. The question is, will we participate? He has made things right. We'll make things right. We have nothing to fear. I mean, the worst that can happen is we die. And then we see Jesus face to face. Actually... The worst that can happen is that we give up. Is that we become apathetic. Is that we succumb to the pressures of living in exile. If we're serious about being a church on mission. If we're serious about being a church without walls. Being more than just a catchy slogan. Then we are called To celebrate that God wins and to participate in what God is doing. Just like Daniel. In the throne room of the king. In the playgrounds of our community. In the boardrooms of our businesses. In the classrooms of our schools. In the living rooms of our neighbors. Because God wins, we can go anywhere and everywhere with the message of the love of Jesus Christ. Now I know, and many of you know, that that is our heritage here. That we are a place on mission. We are a place that is fired up. To live out the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is our heritage. That is our tradition. That is the way we've always done it. Jesus hasn't changed. The message of the gospel hasn't changed. But I worry. Concerned. That maybe the pain the last 10 to 15 years, the transition of the last five years has so pushed us to focus on our own issues that we've gone the way of separation and become a club too zeroed in on our own stuff. On our own issues, on our own troubles, on our own likes and dislikes. And we've forgotten that the world is desperately, desperately in need. Crying out for a group of people who will give themselves to the ways of Jesus. 
Maybe we've lost touch even with the fact that God can still do miracles. Maybe we've taken a little too much credit for our past successes and think that God really can't use a messed up, incomplete, imperfect church. Maybe we've forgotten that that's exactly how God does it. That He uses messed up, incomplete, imperfect people in order to communicate the simple gospel of Jesus Christ of love for everyone with a beating heart. We need to join with Daniel confessing our reticence to being out there. To being out in the stormy seas. To being in the midst of fiery furnaces. In the midst of the roaring lions. And there being a witness for the love of Jesus Christ. Just like Daniel. Not out on the street corner preaching and beating people over the head with our Bibles. But being messengers. Witnesses. Even examples of the love and service of our sacrificial servant, Jesus Christ. If we focus on the fear, if we focus what's out there, if we focus on what's inside, then we will become a club. Either trying to get ourselves just right, or scared of what's out there. But if we focus our attention on the message of Daniel that God wins no matter what, then we're freed. We're freed to run from here into the world and to be His partners in His cosmic rescue mission. Now what I encourage you to do Simply, if you doesn't come to your mind, if God doesn't bring to your mind how you participate in His cosmic rescue mission, then I invite you in the next four months to pray. To pray this simple prayer. I, I don't only, only ask you, I even dare you, to simply pray this simple prayer. It even has hand motions. Dear God, Show me how to join you in serving the world. That's what Daniel did. Dear God, show me how to serve, how to join you in serving the world. Even if they're Nebuchadnezzar's, Daniel served them. He joined with Yahweh in serving Nebuchadnezzar. Now as the musicians get in place, as the ushers prepare to receive our offering, I hope, I pray, that these next four months, we will pray that simple prayer together. In the morning, at night, at lunch, whenever. When you're brushing your teeth, Whenever you can. It might be a little hard to do the hand motions that time. But to remember, as we offer ourselves to God, show me how to join you. As we offer ourselves to God, knowing that we're offering ourselves into a war that's already been won. 
That a battle that has already been complete, the victor has already been raised from the dead. We are joining with the God who is the victor. And we are joining with Him to complete His rescue mission. God wins. Amen.